You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and coming up, I've got a great interview with Suzanne Chani, who has just returned to electronic music in a very big way. Before we get to that, though, I want to remind you that the Echoes podcast comes to you free of charge, but it still costs us a lot of money to put it out. So go to echoes.org and uh, make a donation to the show so we can continue bringing you these great interviews. Stay tuned now for Suzanne Chani and the Echoes podcast. Hearing Echoes and I'm John DiLiberto. Suzanne Chani came to renown as a leading composer of jingles and sound effects for ads including a Coke bottle popping and the talking GE dishwasher. But she abandoned all that to pursue a career of romantic electronic and solo piano works, releasing several albums on RCA and the private music label. But her career began in the pioneering days of electronic music, and she has returned to that sound late in her life. We plug in once again with Suzanne Chani. Suzanne Chani talks to synthesizers. They do speak to me, and and actually they're all um, they're all designed. This whole instrument is designed to give visual be- feedback. So the cables are color coded. All the lights that you see blinking are indicators of what's going on inside. So it's a constant dialogue and conversation feedback with the instrument while I'm performing it. Suzanne Chani is in the Echo studio after finishing a live session on piano and Buchla synthesizer. With her long brown bob, tight black dress, and distinctly Italian features, she doesn't look like your usual synthesizer nerd. The music Suzanne Chani makes with the Buchla is a long way from the romantic keyboard compositions in which she built her reputation in the 1980s and 90s. By the time I started recording, I decided to combine my classical roots with my electronic sensibilities. And the first album is all electronic, but it's orchestrated. It was written out. It was played without a keyboard. You know, it was very programmed because that's what was available then. So that evolution of combining the electronic Uh, with the classical was my modus, you know, my form from then on. The first album was called Seven Waves and it was released in 1982 on the avant-garde Finidar label. Chani refined that sound beginning with her second album, The Velocity of Love. It established her reputation for romantic keyboard compositions. Now, just into her 70s and 50 years into her professional career, Chani has returned to the sound and instrument she cut her teeth on, the Bukla Modular Synthesizer. 
quick history, the Buchla synthesizer was created about the same time as the Moog synthesizer, and like that instrument, it took its name from its creator, Donald Buchla. Unlike the Moog, the Buchla did not have a keyboard. Yes, thank goodness, because what happened, you know, when Moog put that black and white keyboard on the instrument, it kind of uh, diverted the, the consciousness of what this new instrument could be. For a young woman composer in the 1970s, electronic music opened a door that had been nailed shut. Part of the attraction was, honestly, that as a composer, the hurdles and the barriers to actually manifesting one's composed music were just tremendous. They are for any composer, but for a female composer, it was particularly brutal. I can remember studying conducting at the University of California, Berkeley, and being told that a woman had no place on the podium. There were just so many deeply confronting limitations that I think it was out of self-preservation that I had this instinct that if I gave myself to this instrument, I'd have complete control over the sound. Once her career got underway, Chani abandoned the Buchla for many years. In fact, she mostly unplugged all her synthesizers in the first decade of this century. When we recorded her live for Echoes in 2002, it was strictly solo piano. But Don Buchla brought her back to electronic music again when they renewed their friendship a few years before his death in 2016. Then something funny happened. A record label in England, Finders Keepers, wanted to release some concert tapes of Chani from 1975. I, you know, it wasn't until the album came out on Finders Keepers that I became aware that there was a renaissance now in electronic music and I got swept up in that. Chani has found a late-in-life renaissance in her career with a completely different audience and venues. She played Moogfest in 2016 and in 2017 she received the Moog Innovation Award. The shift didn't come without conflict. After all, for some 30-odd years, Chani was associated with this sound. Now she sounded like this. You would never know it was the same musician. Over these five years that I've been coming back to it, um, I've I've kind of admitted my dual identity. I'm a double Gemini, <laughs> and, and yeah, I know, I, I have multiple identities. In 
our studio, Chani bends over her instrument, which unfolds from a suitcase. She explains how her music begins with a single sound. The sound originates in this oscillator, and that oscillator has a wave shape. And uh, I can change the wave shape. So that's a square all the way down to a sine wave. It's going through this filter, so that's going to have some impact. So that's where the wave starts. The sound starts here. She could go on forever with variations, and in fact, in concert, that's what she does, performing an hour-long continuous set of themes and variations and explosions. Live sold out performance at International House in Philadelphia, Chani stopped twiddling partway through and started dancing, letting the synthesizer continue on its own. I listen to that, you know, that patch when it settles in. There's a there's a lot of randomness. Sometimes it really gels. And when it does, it you can just step away and it'll go on forever and you don't even need to be there. And I thought it got into a nice groove last night, and I thought Okay, I'm taking some time off. I'm going to dance. I don't need to be twirling knobs right now. It's under control in the machine. Suzanne Chani has conducted a complete 180-degree turn in her career, so much so that a piano performance is a rarity. Honestly, right now, the piano, because it is very physical, and I'm getting older, it really, and my hands are not as responsive as they were when I was younger. And I think, you know, the beauty of this instrument is that it doesn't, you know, it takes technique but the technique is something that I can see being able to do when I'm 90. What it takes is a brain, though. Suzanne Chani has a brain and she can dance. She hasn't released any new solo music, but you can hear her Buchler improvisations on the Buchler Concerts 1975 recording from Finders Keepers Records and on an album of Buchler duets with Caitlin Aurelia Smith. It's called Freakways 13 Sunji on the Revenge International label. Thanks for tuning in to the Echoes podcast today. Go to echoes.org to find out more. I'm John DiLiberto. Be sure to keep an eye out for more Echoes interviews at echoes.org or the Echoes newsletter.